Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, November 30th, we're back. National Stay Home Because You're Well Day, which I know we talked about this earlier, but if there's a day, I guess there's just a day you can stay home because you feel fine. So I just wanted to make sure that message got out there to the people. But let's check in. Adam, how's your day going, dude? I, it's been a little, uh, if we're doing grievances off the top, Adam and I have had a contentious day on messages, lots of arguments, lots of back and forth. I just want to make sure that you know it's not personal. Uh, I didn't think we had that. Contentious. Oh, here we go. Let's argue about it. (laughs) Um, Owen's. I mean, Owen's clearly in a pretty good mood today. He Um, always. I mean, I don't know. I just thought Phil was in a particularly good mood today, so I just pointed it out. But yeah, I'm. uh, Had a good day of work. Good. Good. That really diffuses. Typically, like that between you guys, though. Yeah. Well, you think we're just contentious people? No, I think it just it gets edgy between you two the most out of, I think, the... Like, in a friendly way, though, but... I think me and Owen definitely have the most... Uh, yeah, I, I've... So? No offense to Owen, but I don't really enjoy texting him anymore. It's just not <laughs> fun. <laughs> well, I don't really understand where that's coming from, so I don't I don't know. That's a week and talk about it later. Yeah. Preferably over voice. <laughs> Sure, whatever you say. This is the most loaded beginning I've ever seen, and it's 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 your fault. You're the is. one who initiated. It yeah. is my hand up. My bad. It's not Adam's fault. That's on me. I got to eat that one. As always, Un- unreal group chat day today. Not that we have to get into specifics, but group chats can get pretty crazy sometimes. Can we get into generals? Yeah, go ahead, generals. <laughs> well, friend of the show has a has a big date. That's right. Show Caleb honorary fifth Whoa, chair. This so. is this is. Not, <laughs> I think that's a little too, too specific. specific. When we get into generals, gets into specifics. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not kidding. We don't need to get into two. I've, it seems general enough. You could have been a, on a, a lot more general. Do you want me to get the beat button ready? Somebody we know has a big event. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Seven thirty. Uh, tip off. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And maybe some maybe some post game meets. Maybe. Maybe um, some yeah. during game monopoly. Yeah. Yep. That's some brain games. <laughs> some brain games. Yeah, that's that, always fun. It is. We could say the location because when they hear this, it'll be past time. But I feel like somehow that's an invasion of privacy. So I don't want to give that up. But no. Yeah. But and just, if she listens to this, this girl, we don't want her to know which date we're referring to. That's true. Right. That's that is very true. She has. I remember she told me and Adam she did listen once, and she was like, "It's very good, but I don't understand what you're talking about, so I just won't be tuning in again." So I think the chances are low. I think we can skirt that one, but yeah, she could be trying to do some research. I mean, I would probably, I mean, maybe I'm a little different, but I would probably be doing research if I was in that position. So. <laughs> are you saying she needs to put in a little more effort? No, no, no. I'm just saying like. If I was, you know, theoretically, if I was going on a date with someone and I knew that they had multiple appearances on a podcast and I knew that this podcast was aware, then 
maybe I would tune into the podcast. I'm just saying that's something I would do, but probably not something they would do. Yeah, well, I love I mean, he's been on quite a bit. Yeah, Adam. here's the here. that, that's a big, uh, big commitment. <laughs> I agree that may, if I was in that position, yes. Now I don't think. She's going to listen to the ones that he's not on, though. So that gives us fair game to talk right now, I think. Good. True, true. <laughs> yeah. Unless he comes in later, in which case that would be bad, because that means the date didn't go. But what, anyway, we're getting the trains off the tracks here. we got to steer this back onto the onto the ship. I want to point out, today was the Spotify rap day. Um, you see a lot of uh, people taking to the stories to share their favorite artists and you know this is one of those days for me i just get a lot of laughs and i like a lot of people's lists and it just makes me giggle when somebody posts a story like let's go i listened to zesto the most this year it's like okay i don't know what i'm gonna do with this information but it gives me a good chuckle so shout out to those people man well i kind of I kind of love it. It's like my favorite day on Instagram. I just scroll through and I'm like, oh, this person listens that like, I, I think I'm the target audience because I kind of enjoy looking at people's wrapped personally. Well, I think it's cool. personally, I think it's a little embarrassing when you're posting like, oh, everybody look Drake in the weekend were my top <laughs> two. It's like you, you didn't have to post that, you know, like, sure. Okay. We're just arguing who the bigger Drake fan is here. Like not super interested in that. I just was going to say that I like when they they'll do that. Like they'll have, it'll be like Drake, Travis Scott, the weekend playboy Cardi. And then whoever number one is, they'll be like at Drake. You're my favorite two years in a row. Yeah. Well, I was telling Adam, I think the artist thing is broken because it's just given me the same five people every single year, no matter what I do. I have Drake was number one and he wasn't even in, in my top 50 played songs of the year. I didn't have one in there. They're like, oh, but you love Drake. Like he's your favorite. It's like, ah, is he though? Because I don't see him on this list of all the actual songs I listen to. So I think that's Fugazi. Whatever you say. Mine's been spot on every year. Mine's pretty good. Okay. I'm exposed. I just love Drake. I guess that's it. (laughs) Um, Shout out to all the people as well who sent me. I got a bunch of them. The people who sent me the this show in the in their in their thing. I went and I checked the one that Spotify sends me. And I think it was like, I don't know, there was like a hundred of, of, of people had us in the top uh, 10. So thank you. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We Go. appreciate that. I was one of them. Mm-hmm. So it was nice. Adam show. <laughs> Adam takes the shine right off the listeners and into his own hands. So. <laughs> right. You can tell it wasn't a good day. <laughs> Well, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody, <laughs> and you were first in line to get the communion. So I just, I like it, dude. That was that was big respect. Um, My favorite was Hugh McKenzie. With uh, we were number one, and his podcast total listening minutes was thirty seven. So he listened to just his segment of the pod, and then never listened to anything else oh. on Spotify all year. <laughs> he couldn't even he didn't even listen to the full one. He just listened to just his appearance. <laughs> he skipped around everything that Lucas said on that show, and we said on our own and just listened to his own part and left so and then deleted the app (laughs) and unsubscribed man lots of good stuff out there so shout out to everybody thank you and a particular thank you to scott who i think again was number one he was at ten thousand minutes last year he was at twenty thousand minutes he was like sorry but i think we i mean we didn't make nearly as much as last year and i mean he probably listened every minute so shout out to scott i love scott 
So I wanted to make sure we got that in there. But we only let's have Alex Scott. for yeah. Let's go, Scott. But we only have let's Alex go. for abbreviated time. So let's do the picks first, and then we can talk about other football stuff later. Because I have a bit of a tirade I want to go on, but I need Adam here for that. So and I, I think you need Owen. Yeah, we need to do a bit of a three-headed monster. Why is everything getting deflected out of me? <laughs> well, it's about it's about your guy. Yeah, this is actually a two-pronged Who's attack. Who's my guy? Because Adam wanted to get you on Sunday and you weren't here. And now I kind of want to get Adam and you today. So we're going to sort of fork Wait, it. Wait, who's my guy? Can we get just a, a preview? It rhymes. He plays for the Chargers. Yeah, plays for the Chargers. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm looking forward to this now. Good. Good. But let's get Rhymes the- with Burbert. <laughs> Well, let's get the picks out of the way first. Quick aside on the picks note, Adam and I are here last week. Owen wasn't on the show. We we're waiting for Alex to show up, and Adam blames us for him not Whoa. winning the picks league. He goes, I had to change a couple of my picks, and I lost because of it. Now, well, that he, didn't he, happen, he wouldn't have had the well, bears if, if we didn't pick the bears. And then the, what's also important to note about the bears is Owen picked the Vikings. So what are we going to do about yeah. that? He... If we're, so on, on the note of accountability, um, yeah, I, again, it just slipped my mind. I think I am going to have to start just submitting my sheet during the show because this <laughs> has happened two of the last three weeks. I, I just am an absent-minded guy. Um, and again, not to deflect it, but I think we deferred the Chiefs Eagles talk for a week when Adam wasn't here. And I think I listened to the full episode last time and I didn't notice um, it's sort of the topic get broached. So I was wondering if uh, Adam has any statement prepared for uh, the Chiefs Eagles gate, the red triangle gate, as some are calling it. Sure. Well, first of all, um, I didn't say I would have won the week if it wasn't for the show. I just said I had a good week of picks and my wrong picks happened to be show picks. But I also had right picks from the show. So that does I mean, sound that more happened. right. And yeah, I picked the Chiefs and they uh, lost the game. I guess that's my statement. Are you ashamed or embarrassed? Well, Owen, this regretful? is this is heat because uh, I mean, uh, you did like the same we- thing. I know. Well, I wouldn't say it's the same thing. It is the same in that we both pick against uh, the show, but I would say mine. I, again, you can believe me or not believe me. I, I, I genuinely did not intend that. I had no really strong read on that game at all. I wasn't. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I, uh, I would say I'm regretful because you know I want to get my picks right. Right, but you're not regretful because you sort of stabbed the show in the back and then got it wrong. There's none of that. <laughs> No, I, I was pretty forward okay. with it the whole time, so I'm actually pretty mm. proud of what I did. Wow, okay, great, <laughs> interesting. I don't know what, what what to do with that. Well, well I was well, pretty clear proud, though, that you went against the show and lost? And then bricked no, it? No, that's obviously tough. I'd, I want to get my picks right. But what are you proud about exactly? <laughs> I'm just, you know, I... I came out... It's, I think it's different than if I were to, like, not say anything and then pick the chiefs you know i i'm happy that i came out in front of it and i was like hey guys for the record i will be picking the chiefs this week mm. and i was uh you know so the best scenario word. worked out you went against the show and got the pick wrong wow so it's a win 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 well no it's a win a win, win loss it's a lose but i i think i lost the right way mm. <laughs> you went about it the right way it was like it was a, a winning yeah. loss. It was a man of I'm honor. If I'm going to go against the show, that's the way I would like to be doing it. Okay. That, I mean, I understand public, where you're going. Publicly there. issued threats. 
Uh, I didn't threaten anyone. It was a publicly issued statement that I was going mm. to pick the Chiefs regardless of what we decided on the show. Well, you know, statement, threat, tomato, tomato. I don't want to get into semantics here, um, but I guess, and I don't want to minimize these actions, you know, but if Owen did it and then Adam also did it, maybe we just minimize the punishment this week and we just press that little, what is it, yellow button on the top left and we and we move it down into next time. Yeah. Oh, if, on my end, I, I genuinely, you know, I, I'm, I, 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 it was not, it's just a, you know, yeah, I yeah, have yeah, a yeah, yeah. absent-minded brain <laughs> and I do need Sorry, to switch succession up. joke. My bad. I, I can't be submitting it Thursday night anymore. I've, I've recognized that it's gotta be a Wednesday night, mm. a Wednesday night submission. Good. So let's get that browser up and let's get to work because Thursday no, night up. football is, I mean, I don't even want to talk about Alex's relationship with the Seahawks. So let's just get Adam's opinion on this Cowboys at home minus eight and a half Seahawks are wearing the throwbacks. If that impacts your vote at all. I, I don't know if I'm a great person to get an opinion from, cause I'm probably kind of biased. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I would rather pick the Cowboys here. Um, it does scare me a bit. I think the Seahawks are kind of like, you know, we need to win mode, which is always scary. You know, that's when teams get frisky and that's when they can maybe steal wins. And I think the Seahawks team has some talent, so it is a little scary. But, um, you know, I think the Cowboys are still trying to get that one seed and it's still within reach. So I kind of trust in them at home to uh, cover this spread. Uh, I agree with Adam. Uh, I just don't want to pick against Dallas at home anymore. Like I kind of don't care what team comes in. Maybe unless it's the 49ers, but anybody else I don't want to pick against just because that I know Washington's a bad team, but holy crap, what they did to them on Thursday was nuts. And honestly, I just think the Seahawks are hurting right now. So I'd probably go with uh with Dallas here. Um I feel like the Seahawks are I, I understand what Adam's saying too with like the win now mode. Like that could be a scary thing, but I just think they feel like, you know, your season's kind of wraps at this point, <laughs> like lost against the Rams. You got smoked by the 49ers on national television. I think it's game over Smoked by the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 49ers next week too. Yeah. I really, really would like to take Seahawks. Um, so I've looked for all sorts of angles uh, at this game, but there's really nothing that I think is convincing enough for me to take them. So I unfortunately have to have to go with the Cowboys against my better judgment. Yeah. See, I would love to do the same thing. I'm exactly the same page, but at the end of the day, I was leaning Dallas. And if we're 37 and 25 as a, as a community here and we all lean Dallas, let's just go with Dallas. It makes the most sense. So I'm happy to do that. What were you going to say, Adam? I just don't really get what Owen means. Like you want to take Seattle as in like your heart feels like that's the right pick or like you just don't like the cow. Like what, what do you mean by that? Uh, I just mean that to me, the Cowboys seems like a very obvious pick. I think a lot of the public's mm. on the Cowboys. And so in situations like that, I, I try and find the angle for the, uh, the other team. Um, and in this case, I just couldn't really find it. And so in these cases, I like to take the uh, yeah. favorite makes sense yeah i feel the same way and i just hate the cowboys so i would and i do like the seahawks so i would like to do that but i can't i can in good faith do that we'll take the cowboys minus eight and a half sunday night football we said 
on last show, we want the Packers to make us want to watch this game. I believe they can do that. Do I want to take them plus six and a half? Not really. They're obviously taking on the Chiefs. Um, so, Alex, do you have a lean here? Uh, my initial feel is to actually take uh, Green Bay just because they're at home. I feel like if it was the other way around, I'd probably be leading Chiefs, and I'm guessing the line would probably be higher too. But I just, I feel like Green Bay is actually playing some pretty decent football. Um, and Kansas City has been a little bit underwhelming, I think we can say, right, for a majority of the season. So, But, yeah, like I think Jordan Love is actually coming around now, and the defense looked really good against uh, what we thought was a really hot Lions offense. Um, so I think I think that you know they'll find some ways to to suppress the uh, the Chiefs' offense. So I'd like to take Green Bay here at at uh, plus six and a half. The extra rest, and I know I, I get it on serious against elite, but Adam and Alex will know what I'm talking about. At like six fifteen, when they do the like the graphic, like Carrie Underwood ends, and then they're yeah. like, "Welcome to Lambeau Field." I'm oh, picturing yeah. like cool some beat. cold. The outside shot of the stadium, the green jerseys, and I'm just gonna want the Packers in that situation. So I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna. That's a classic Carrie Underwood ends montage. I would like the Packers. Like initially, you, look, I look at this game and I like the Packers, and then my kind of thought process was like, this is kind of the hot underdog pick, and I'm like, oh, everyone probably is looking at this, and they're like the pack. So I looked up like the numbers, and like 95% of bets are on the Chiefs, which was shocking. Like, I thought it was going to be... Yeah, 50-50. Uh, there's like 85% oh, what of money. Are you looking at? I'm looking at sportsbettingdime.com. 90, 98% of bets. Wow. That's very and interesting. 85% of the money is on the Chiefs. Like a lot. Of, I, I thought it would be 50 50. Same. But it looks like. So I'm I seeing 63 37 Packers, just for the record. Well, I don't know if that What happens. are you on? Action Network? Yeah, I don't know if that's accurate or not, or less accurate or more accurate. Heat. We oh, got that's con- probably more accurate. Oh, Heat. We got okay, very well, conflicting <laughs> reports here. I've I've been liking the Packers in recent week, but I feel like now everyone's kind of almost overvaluing them, but I'm still down to ride with them one more week. Yeah, and I don't mean to cut you off, Owen, but schedule, Alex, can you get the Packers schedule after this game? Because it's so easy that they're almost guaranteed to make the playoffs no matter what happens here. If they keep playing at the pace they're at, their opponents are so soft on the run-in that they could easily crack. Yeah, they got Giants, Bucks, Panthers, Vikings, Bears. Yeah, see, I mean that's a uh, joke. But but that scares me though. Now that you say that, because uh, you, okay, never mind. I, like I don't know. Is this just like you're thinking they want to get up for this game, or are they like uh, if we lose this game, we still have like five other easy games? Mm. It does feel like a bit too sexy of an underdog. Do, do you have a lean on? Yeah. See, this is such a rat line to me because it screams. This is like the most obvious under underdog pick of all time really i think it is like i I can't okay if i were to lock an underdog maybe even from like the last four or five weeks this would be it Um, which again is like makes me really suspicious so i would be inclined to take the chiefs but it sounds like there's more packers which i'm again i'm not going to be mad about like i'm easily easily swayed here i don't even think this line is that ratty like if you asked me what this line was i would say it's like seven Right, uh, like I thought Chiefs, it was Packers. I was thinking more like four and a half with the way the I would have given you three playing. and a half. Yeah, wow, Lambo in December. Chiefs. Well, hey, let's get the I think Chiefs. Jordan loves 
first career start was against uh, the Chiefs, right? That's right. They, at Arrowhead. And, and that was an embarrassing game for him, I think, right? It was. And his parents were and up they on had the his, like, revenge mom and his, and his sister or his girlfriend, I don't remember which one, sitting at like the top, like in the nosebleed. So yeah. I think he's up for some revenge too. So I like that angle. Super I, one I kind of like the whole Packers at home sentiment. Okay, let's yeah. do that. I painted a verbal picture. The Packers at home. Like when they hit you with the weather, like, the degree, like it's just like wow. Okay, so hold on. I gotta figure out the the weather. I I this is important. If it's sunny, I don't want them, so I'm gonna look it up. But it's a night game, so what? yeah, it won't be sunny. Heat. Well, I'm really looking for <laughs> snow. Oh, snow is snow. in the forecast. Snow is in Pretty the forecast. Raw. Then, like you want the Packers. Right? Isn't Mahomes kind of raw in the snow? Okay, see, we're just going in circles. Okay, now there. we're—I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> we're going. Favorites dominated last week too. I want to keep that in mind. Well, I do this too. This might be the type of year that Phil was talking about, mm-hmm, where the favorites start to really turn the corner. But we're just merry-go-rounding yeah. here, and I, I honestly at this I think point, we want the Packers. Somebody just pick for me. I think I I'd can. rather just cheer for the Packers. I think yeah, it's more fun. Okay. But then we have to go to bed late, but fine. Okay, Packers it is. Let's do that. Um, Monday night, uh, Bengals at Jags. This just sucks. Uh, I want everybody to keep the same energy that they would if Burrow was playing about how great the white Cincinnati uniforms are. Let's see if you like them as much when Jake Browning is out there. That's all I want to say. So I'm inclined to take the Jags. I like their defense. I think they're going to make some noise, but I could be persuaded pretty easily. I'm not really that sold on this. Kind of like the Bengals here. Um, sorry to cut you off. This is just like a classic, like, wow, Jags played a banger with the Texans. Like, they're, they're going to destroy the Bengals. I think the Bengals are still a team that has a lot of pride. And this is just going to be a classic, like, like Jags win, but wasn't exactly what we were looking for type win. So that's why I kind of like the Bengals Oh, that's here. good. That's good. Yeah. Like, a, I could see, like, a late pick six like a yeah like a you know like a lawrence fumble. pick six yeah or so yeah lawrence makes some kind of like mistake where you're like ah yeah. i was so close pull, to putting you in the lead and then they pull it right within six just yeah. right at the end yeah then also i'm gonna redeem this i don't know if i've pulled this one out but this is just a too many points for primetime game too oh it i just love games too many points for primetime okay i'm on the Bengals now those were two great points yeah i mean i i had a bit of a lean towards the Jags just because to me this seemed like one of those prime time like Jake Browning collapse games and I also for some reason my Twitter thinks I'm like partially a Jag like I get Cowboys Twitter right (laughs) but for some reason I'm partially on Jags Twitter and I I keep seeing these posts of like first Monday night football game in, in Jacksonville since 2008 or something like let's go make some noise it's like they haven't had a home uh, Monday night game in like 10 plus years. So like they're going to fill the stadium and maybe be a little crazy. So that kind of had me leaning Jags. That being said, you're all on the Bengals. So I'm, I'm uh, pretty fine with taking that. You know, Twitter's a funny place. Cause it'll do that to you. It'll just decide like, Oh, Oh, you like the New Orleans Pelicans now. Like yeah. <laughs> here's some Zion. Take like, a look I, at I Brandon Ingram. I, I probably clicked like one Calvin Ridley tweet and now it just thinks I'm a Jags fanatic or something, which like, oh, I, fair enough. I'm fully, I'm in the deepest Lions Twitter. Oh, no, we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I got all the propaganda before, right hot off the presses. Oh man. See, I like the points that you guys made about the bungle. So I would lean that way, but it also seems like one of those, and I, I don't want to pull out a clock. I'm just a merry-go-round today. I'm arguing both sides against myself. It seems like it could be a classic Bengals. We've quit game. 
Like we're five and six, we're just done. Like we'll, we'll, we'll punt. Mm. We don't have Burrow. So, but I still like your guys' points. Let's, do we want to take the Bengals? Do we, do we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Just I'm, dogs. All the dogs. Yeah. Give, get Danny on the dogs. mic. All the dogs. For all the dogs. Shout out Spotify rap. <laughs> Let's go. Get it in one more time. Who sings for all the dogs? Drake. It's Drake's album. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's kind of underground. Yeah, yeah. See, I just wanted to make sure the people who didn't know, you know, n- now they know type beat. And exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I sound like Mike Tomlin. Um, lock of the week. Alex, you go first, buddy. What are you What are you suggesting? Um, looking through the slate here. Um, well, actually, let's cut Alex off if he's sure. like somebody's. Okay. If somebody's got one, go. Jet, I I want to take the uh, in the Jets game. I want to take Atlanta. I don't. Want <laughs> okay, to good, Atlanta. good. That was mine. That was mine. I mean, this is this is. Uh, I, I, I'm assuming Tim Boyle is going to play. Um, Atlanta's defense, I think, is marginally better than the Dolphins. So I'd be surprised if the Jets score any points unless it's off a turnover. So, um, oh, man. I, I like Atlanta, and I think doesn't I, I? I know I've been uh, his biggest hater, but he's looked uh, marginally better. I'll say that in in recent weeks, he looks. I agree. Almost, almost like a like a like a competent NFL quarterback. I so, think he played really well against the Saints, and I don't think the Saints is a bad uh, defense. This was my pick too. You almost gave me like a heart attack when you said Jets because I thought you were gonna argue the other side. Um, like I guess this is a route line to me because I don't understand yeah. why it's only two and a half. That's my but problem. The, here. the Falcons are miles better than the Jets, and oh, this this one just screams locked me. This well, is my favorite pick on the board by far. My only issue with that, and I'd be okay taking it because two guys like it. It is a little rat line. And and if you got kids in the car, cover their ears. The Falcons are on my shit list. Period. I I, I do not want to touch the Falcons Why? for quite I, a while. I love the Falcons. Took them last Falcons week. Falcons have been so. I don't know. I just I agree with Phil. I feel like the what's that clown from? Uh, remember that meme, verbal meme from two years ago? It's like when I keep <laughs> yeah. picking the Falcons to cover, and they never do. <laughs> it's putting what's the makeup it's, on. It's yeah, Pennywise. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I also don't really want to say this, but I kind of believe that the whole like bench Ritter to put in hind like I kind of think that kind of fired him up a bit. <laughs> Not to be one of See, those guys, I just, but I think it kind of worked. I saw oh. so much of him before that I don't want to do it again. So Well, I never thought I guess we had, had different opinions. I never thought he was bad before. I just think he was turn a little too turnover prone. But I thought he like had a lot of good flashes. Mm. You're pulling the bull, Bill Simmons last week when he said, "Is Ritter bad or is he playing bad?" And he, I don't know what yeah, that means. But I still. was saying that in, in week six to you guys, and yeah. you made fun of me. Yeah, well, I don't like him, so and you can. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. See, I this I think is, he was bad then. I want to say that he. Yeah. I think he's improved. I don't want to. I'm I'm sick and tired of this. He was good the whole time. You guys just didn't see it. I think I, I'm gonna plant my flag and say he was bad and he improved because okay. I think he. I think he was. Not great, and he's improving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's like I'm still on your side. Right. I'm on your side. I just okay. don't think he was as bad as you think he was. Mm, I don't think he maybe. was good by any means. But mm, okay. So again, okay. That, that's two guys suggesting we take Tim Boyle. Ritter, Ritter. I will take Ritter, Ritter over Tim Boyle. Okay. I would love. Okay, yeah. To no. Not have you know Tim what? Riddler. Okay. The the Rizzler. Yeah. He's gonna be picking up baddies after the game. New York baddies, like Tony that one time. Uh, Alex, would you like? 
Um, I actually kind of like the lines. Like, can we just all stop with the panic? Like that the I feel like everyone's panicking way too much about the lines. Um, I think they're aware that, you know, their last few performances haven't been great. They haven't had a really good November month. But <clears throat> I think three and a half, I think that's absolutely doable. I think the Saints suck. Um, and I think the Lions, like, need to get on their A game here against a not-so-difficult opponent um, in the Saints. So I just like the Lions to get back on track here. Like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like everyone's panicking a little too much about the Lions. I feel like this is a classic. They win big game. We're like, oh, like, yeah, they're back. You know, let's all align <laughs> Super Bowl contenders again. Like, you know, I feel like it's just it'll just be a roller coaster. Okay. I think I think Owen's gonna be on your side there for sure. I I am uh I, I'm kind of scared of this pick. I think this could be a classic, like Saints at home, off a loss, kind of like play them tight. Like three yeah. and a half is is oh. a little too scary to me. Mm. Don't get Derek Carr angry. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hard place to go to. And uh you know they're they're still fighting for the division because there's a lot of like poverty and stuff. Is that why? <laughs> no, it's like a rowdy crowd. <laughs> I'm just pulling your leg. It's a good home stadium. It is. I am. I will say I'm very worried by Detroit. By specifically their defense has been very concerning. But um, with that being said, I I got like you know, verbal meme. Um, if Derek Carr has one hater, I'm alive. If he has no haters, I'm dead. He's my least favorite quarterback in the NFL, or he's right up there. So I think that outweighs. That's more. It's more of a Derek Carr, anti-Derek Carr pick than it is a pro Lions pick for me. But I want. I, I want you to Alex. put a pin in that because we're going to bring that up later when we talk about the guy who rhymes with Berbert. Just put it. Let's put a little pin. Okay. In long, long week, two extra rest. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Okay, we're picking the Falcons for sure because two guys like it. I'm just inventing that idea but probably we're doing that. So that comes down to me or Alex who likes lines, put minus three and a half. I really like, and I mean this genuinely, you know, I wouldn't do this if I didn't mean it. I like the Steelers minus five and a half against the Cardinals. Mm. The Steelers defense has yeah. not let up 20 points in seven weeks. And the Cardinals offense is not good enough to crack 20 and the Steelers offense against a bad Cardinals defense and the Steelers offense has momentum with these guys are getting involved now. I expect a big game. I think they're going to win by quite a bit. So I, I like the Steelers. Phil, I adore this that. pick. I, I love this pick, Phil. I think, I think, uh, I, I also think to, to add to your case, um, the Steelers, what did they gain? Like 400 something yards last week. Um, and that didn't really translate to points. I think this, this is a defense where it absolutely will translate to points. Exactly. I think we're going to rock it. So yeah, I like the Steelers. I'm all in on that. I, I mean, I, I saw a stat today that said the Steelers when favored by more than three points in the past, like 10 years are like one in seven. And also they haven't been favored by more than three points. That sounds incredibly. I, I saw all the spreads. It, what? it posted all this, all the spreads. Dude, we they used to have more than 10 years. Than maybe it was eight times. They've been <laughs> favored by more than three oh, times. They haven't been years. favored by more than three and a half since like 2021. Yes. Well, that should tell you something because Vegas thinks we're going to beat the hell out of them this week then. Yeah. It's just five and a half is a little like winning by that. This Steelers team doesn't win that big. Like when they win, it's a it's a tight game. But well, this Cardinals team loses that big. Yeah. They always do. Okay, you're Adam, it's down to you because you're picking between Lions and Steelers. So it's up to you. 
Not to put oh, it all really? on your shoulders, but Owen and I have expressed Steelers and Lions. Oh, Owen likes both. I dislike both. <laughs> and okay. Probably means uh, one of them's going to hit and one of them's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So he's a uh, heat dude. Well, we just need an answer here. It's not, you yeah, know. Yeah, just, just give me a sec. Okay, let's buy time. <laughs> I think I'm I'm willing to take the Steelers more. Okay. Okay. Thank you. If I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. I'll do a huge apology to Alex on Sunday if it doesn't come true. Oh, no, it's all good. <laughs> well, you know. No, it's all good. I, I, I like to pick two. It's it's fine. Okay, okay. And you know, in solidarity, you guys don't have to do this. In solidarity, I wasn't going to do it. I'll put the Lions in on my card just for you. Just for you, yep. babe. Yep. Hey, one more that. thing. I need some help. Why? Why? Why are why are the Colts only favored by a point and a half against the Titans? I'm wondering the same this? thing. Explain this to me. I yeah, I kind of wanted up. to lock that in too as a possible lock. Me too. And why is the public on Tennessee? Play. Someone tell me that part. I think Tennessee probably in just game? in recent At years, home. Tennessee has probably owned the Colts because Rabel just dominates in division. I think it's a Vrabel underdog. Yeah, it's a Vrabel. I own the Colts tight beat. I own you. Wait, that is crazy. Yeah, yeah and that, I saw the video. My second lock. Did you see the video of Will Levis? He can't even like roll out to his right. He's got a bad like leg injury or something that he's trying to work through. Oh, so that's heat. I saw the but video. This could also be like a. We overreacted to the Colts win slash the yeah. Titans loss. Like, let's keep our hands off that. Let's 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 not do oh, that. I'll be put. I'll be putting my own hands all over that. <laughs> okay, one. get just in for the record. Do a little color me mine pottery on that bad boy. <laughs> just just lock around on the Colts. Um, but yeah, I my dad five minutes before we started, he said, "Hey, make sure you give some love to the Broncos this weekend." Uh, sorry, Dad, I'm going to be picking the Texans. Just so you know. And Adam has turned around <laughs> his camera. And he is showing us the Saints on his sheet. The pit, the Steelers, the Steelers okay. is the emphasis. Okay, I just changed that one. Okay, good. That's excellent. So thank you, Alex. You got to run. I got to run. Yeah. So okay. it was a pleasure uh, doing the picks. Have fun See at my tie. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate Bye. that. See you guys. <laughs> Bye. My tie, Alex is. It. He texted me this the other day. He just goes. Just got back from my first my tie class. It was unbelievable. So. I don't think it's. Why are you saying like it? That. Mai Tai. Isn't that what it's called? I think it's think Muay Thai. Muay Thai. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, sorry. I'll, I won't make that mistake. I mean, again. if you've only read it, like. Yeah. I, yeah. Can I can I toss one more lock in for, for any of the friends at home? <laughs> okay. Sure. Listeners? Sure. Let's the, get friendly. The, the Buccaneers will. Uh, just brutalize the Panthers. I this have them is, on my sheet as well. That was Good. one that okay. I had a huge question about too. Because Panthers, I get it. New coach bump. We could talk about the Panthers now. That's a good segue. Thank you for bringing up the Bucks. New coach bump. I get that. But I said on Sunday. Oh, that's what it is. But I, but the Panthers are so bad, it shouldn't matter. The, I said on Sunday, yeah. I'm never taking the Panthers the rest of the year. I'm just done. Yeah. Well, there's the way I always, not the way I always do, but the way, one of the ways I'm, I find my locks is like, I'll look at a line that I think is just obvious. Like, I'm like, there's no way this is this is working this way. And then I check the public money. And if all the public money disagrees with me, then I'm like, clearly I just, I just see this team in a different way. Like this is like, it's like adds to my conviction. And that's what I'm seeing here. Like all the money's on Carolina, which I'm assuming is for the new coach bump, which I don't think is going to matter. Like, I mean, I'm not the biggest Frank Wright guy by any means, but I don't know if he's that bad. Like, I think a lot of it is just the roster sucks. Like he has Adam Thielen 
is his best receiver. And Adam Thielen is uh, a corpse. Like it's just the team sucks. Yeah, yeah. I really don't I put... think Frank is good. Low key. Well, I think he said he's going to retire now. Hey, he's 62 and he's like, this is probably it. Like, I don't really feel like being a coordinator again. He's not going to get another head coaching job. I wouldn't think I'm with you though, Adam. I don't think he's that bad. I think he had a pretty rough circumstance in Indianapolis. All things considered, he had what five different coaches or five I different mean, quarterbacks in five years. Like how is any coach the, supposed to have success with that? Yeah. He went to the playoffs with Wentz. Yes. Well, no, he got, he got stopped short of that. They, well, lost, they lost on the last should, day. And, and also, like, if we're talking coach bumps, like, I think it's easy with Josh McDaniels because, he, like, the team, like, actively hated the guy. But I don't know if that's the case for Frank Wright. Yeah, no, I don't know if that's the case with him either. I, I think, if anything, he probably... Well, I can't comment. I haven't watched a ton of Panthers football this year. My, my further thing with the Panthers is I just... I don't see any reason to pick this team... Again, and I thought it was so strange the comments that the owner made about when they said, what are you looking for in a coach? And he said, somebody who'll be here for 20 years and say the eulogy at my funeral in 30. It's like, aren't you the uh, guy who's... Owner is, <laughs> yeah. that, this guy is just a, the craziest person. Yeah. I don't, and they the said, I was I've reading ever. something about how he would go down to the coach's office and be like, I saw Cleveland run this play this week. You should run it too. Like, yeah, I think he's, I yeah, like he's Brother. just a really weird hands-on type of guy. And he used to be, uh, I think he's like a finance guy. And then he yeah. was, uh, he, he was only a finance guy. Is he really? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like a legend in the game. Well, in this industry, he's a little bit of an impatient cat. That's my yeah. impression of him. So he's like got a bit of uh, the Belichick syndrome, smartest guy in the room. Mm. Mr. Control. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm out on the Panthers all the way, and and that uh, that Jonathan Mingo video this week, uh, I think that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen a receiver do ever. Like what? <laughs> like, like I would have cut him. I know he's a second round pick. I I don't understand how you can have a job after that. Well, I just think there's nobody else better. Yeah. Well, I think there's got it. But Kevin White's a free agent. Like you can get somebody. True. I I didn't think it was that bad. What are you talking? He threw his legs out of bounds before his body. Well, he he just didn't know where he was on the field. Like I've seen that. I saw that happen in the in the Bills game. Oh, I I thought it was awful. It didn't play well on the tape. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm out on the Panthers entirely. So I don't think the coach bump does anything for me. But you could also end up in a situation there where the Buccaneers may have just quit on their coach too. I mean, he's a lifeless body. It's it's hard to figure out anything about that guy. So I mean, you could have a slightly more motivated combina- combination with a uh, completely unmotivated. But here's the thing too, you got to remember when it comes to NFC South teams is as bad as they are and as dysfunctional as they are, they're all with the exception of Carolina, probably in the playoff hunt. That's so true. they still got to care for that reason alone. And I said on Sunday, I like Tampa Bay more than I like Atlanta and new Orleans. They just can't close. I'm alone yeah. there. I'm alone there. You don't have to say it. I'm excited for the Phil show. What do you mean? Me yeah. Do you want to do you want to do this now? Do you want to do the Burbo? Is that like, let's get it going, dude? Okay, fine. We can do this here. My thing, and I need some leash here. I I can't get. I I need some leash. You can't. If I get cut off too soon, I'm gonna start choking on the collar. Like I need a little bit of ground here to run. Okay, up. but I need time to make my statement after. Okay, how about we do? Because I feel like I know what you're gonna say. Let's do a very civilized 
one, two, three, back to one. Let's not do one, two, back to one. Let's do one, two, three. Yeah, I just want to kind of say how this like kind of started. Okay. Who's you, one and who's two and who's three? But you can go I'll first go three. If you I'll want. go three. Okay, Adam goes one. I'll take two. Okay, so I mean, so today I wake up or this was yesterday or today. I don't know. I don't remember. But I was listening to a podcast as I do. I have a lot of uh, a lot of podcast listening hours. So football podcast uh, and this guy's on the podcast and he's he's talking about uh, Justin Herbert, right? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, like he has a take about Justin Herbert and Phil, as I know, feels very differently. And I'm like, oh, this is like interesting. So I send it to Phil. I'm like, give this a listen. Like this guy gives some points as to why, you know, he is very big on Justin Herbert. And Phil, not sure if he listened to it, but he kind of replied. He's like, you know, Herbert, uh, this and that. Just wasn't a fan. Um, And then he started talking about the guy who was talking about Herbert and uh, how much he dislikes the guy for being clickbaity, which I, uh, you know, strongly disagree with. And, you know, but... Basically, all I'm trying to say is I was sending that to you just as a like, hey, here's someone's opinion. Like, listen to it and let me know. Not like you're an idiot. This is the right. Like, I understand. I, I'm of the opinion that, you know, people have their ways of ranking quarterbacks. And, you know, there's some people who think Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the league. And I strongly disagree with it. But like, if you think the best player on the best team in the league is the best quarterback, and if that's how you're going to rank them, then fine. But, you know, people have different systems. And I think that's why, uh, you know, we're kind of that's why we have a podcast. And that's what kind of makes this good. And I I, I think it's very rare that you find like actual trolls unless it's like uh, LaShawn McCoy or like Emmanuel Acho or whatever. Like, I think those are the actual trolls. I think it's very rare that these people are like actively trying to troll us. I think they just have their way of ranking them and, you know. They have their opinions, and it's good to listen to other opinions sometimes. I agree. That's my statement. It is good to listen to other opinions. Now, here's here's my take. And I want to make this very crystal clear because people who've listened, like Scott, somebody like Scott who's listened to me a lot and listened to us a lot will know I like Justin Herbert. I've said what? he's top five at nearly every show for the last three years. I've said that. In the early days... I absolved him of all the blame on the Chargers, and I still do. Every single week I come on here, and I say it's on Staley, and I blame Staley, and you guys are making faces, but you know it's true. We talk about oh. Staley. Hey, but, uh, uh, I need some leash. The Chargers. <laughs> uh, we talk about the Chargers every single week on this show, and we always say Brian Staley is the worst coach in the league, all this stuff. People who listen know I like Justin Herbert. I want to make that very clear. Having said that, here's where the problems start. My problems start, and the guy Adam's talking about is Steven Ruiz. This guy says that Justin Herbert, after the Packers game, is the second best quarterback in third. the league. He has him third. I, right I, I said after the Packers game, second best quarterback in the league. <laughs> here's my issue. Justin Herbert, yes. If you put him in Joe Burrow's situation he would do probably the exact same thing Joe Burrow did and has done. I agree with that. Now, here's where this gets hairy to me. His team is 4-7. and seven. Joe Burrow played the first four games of the year horribly. I'm not even going to bring up the injury. He was terrible the first four games of the season. Everybody agrees. Joe Burrow is now out for the season. The Bengals still have a better record than the Chargers. I, I get it. 
I'm not com- making a, a direct comparison between the Bengals and the Chargers, but I'm telling you that Joe Burrow this season was terrible for four games. His team still has a better record. He doesn't get blame because he has five times the playoff wins. J- Justin Herbert is not even top 10 in passing yards this year. Like he's like 11th or 10th or he's on the back half of that list. To me to say Justin Herbert is actually moving up above Joe Burrow this year is just nonsensical. It, you're not like watching the same thing as me and I get it. I've seen the videos this week of Justin Herbert's had four drives at the end of games where the ball ended in his hand this year. I think it was the Ravens game, the Cowboys game. Two more games. I can't remember which ones they were. And they, they do a good job of showing the problems that are happening are not really his fault. The defenses are still blitzing him in points, and his play calling has not helped him. I understand that. But to say that this year Justin Herbert is proving that he's a top-two quarterback is insane to me because his team is 4-7. and seven. And I get it. He's in a bad situation. He's got horrible coaching. I understand that. The circumstances, if he was on another team, the other team might be better. I get that. But he is not proving that he's a top-two quarterback this season. That's just not happening to me. That's that's my statement. So where is he? Top five. Like I've been saying this whole time. I, I would not put so him... So this guy has him three right now, and you have him five, and that's like your gripe? Well, well, he can said I, he's number I two. Get in here? Yeah, one, two, well, three. Right one, two, three. three. One, two, three. One, two, three. So you said that he had the, his, the ball in his hand four times. I, I think that's a little bit of selective. Like you're, you're sort of picking and choosing there. Because we forget against the uh, against the Lions, he had the ball at the end of the game uh, on the on his last drive and scored a touchdown. Green Bay, he's he you know scored the one drive and then the next drive he basically set up or you know the, he had the the game winning touchdown dropped. So I understand you know it it looks bad if you just sort of zoom out and say he hasn't scored at the end of the game. Um, but I think when you zoom in and look at how, what actually happened in each of those games and the games where he did manage to score at the end of games and lose, I, I think it's hard to say that it's entirely on him. Um, now, when it comes to his weapons, uh, which is another point I've mentioned on the show, I do think Keenan Allen is a great receiver. He's probably top 10 in the league, maybe top seven. And I haven't given him enough, enough credit. But the, but outside of him, Mike Williams is a non-factor. Austin Eckler, at this stage in his career, is almost a non-factor. And the rest of the guys they've drafted and picked up are, uh, are, are bottom-of-the-barrel receivers in the NFL. So I, I do want to say I don't think Justin Herbert's got a lot of help on that side. So um, I do I think he's top two? I do, I do. I mean, I I, I do think that. Um, but I, I, I don't think it's incorrect to say he's top three or four. I think you can slide him down uh, or up that that top five a little bit. Um, but I think it's it's hard to say that he's not squarely in that, in that uh, spot, sort of a range. All I'm saying is, is this this list that you have your issue with right now? It has him third. Like you were saying, after the Packers game, he was second. He was second for one week, and now he's back to third, which, in my opinion, is fair. And I think, um, like I think your opinion is a little skewed because of how good Josh and like just like us, like Josh on was great, and that's why he's number two right now. Um, I don't think it's true that the best quarterbacks are on the best teams. And I think you can say this whole Joe Burrow has more wins right now than he does because, I mean, the Bengals roster is better and the coach is better. Um, But, yeah, I'm of the opinion that Herbert is, like, I think all of these teams would take Herbert on. Like, what team wouldn't take Herbert on their team? I think if the Bengals. maybe. Yeah, the Chiefs wouldn't. I think if the Bengals. Bengals were like, you can have Herbert or Burrow, like they, you know, they'd take Burrow, but they wouldn't be mad about Herbert. And I think they'd get better personally. 
that's fine. My, it, it just my grade, my greater opinion there is somebody who says Herbert is proving himself to be number two this year. I just don't understand that that school of thinking. I, I purely don't. I, I think Burrow has had way more results that people are quick to forget. And I think Allen has had the same thing where, uh, and like you say, everybody hypes Allen up because of his game last week. At times this season, we've all dumped on him. I understand that. At times, people take Herbert over him. To me, that's fine, and you can flip-flop. But I just can't see a world where you could say Herbert is proving himself to be second. That's my great, my greater point. And I think anybody who does that, like that guy did, specifically after the Packer game, where the Packers are a poverty team, and obviously, like Owen said, you know, the the Owens catching that pass that Quentin Johnson dropped on the sideline. I understand the circumstances there, but to say in that game, he's proving himself as the second best quarterback in the league. I just, to me, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, you said yourself on the show, he played, he played a borderline perfect game. Yeah. I didn't say that. I don't think you did. You did. I promise you, you did. You said, I understand that he played a perfect game. Well, I was was maybe given some leeway. I feel like, I feel like if you watch, (laughs) like you can, look at the outside picture and be like he's not but if you like literally just sit down and watch herbert like he just doesn't make mistakes and like all his throws are so good like he he, he's just different i don't know what to say he's just different i think you're giving him too much credit there and i think also too the tough thing about this conversation is i think we're kind of evaluating quarterbacks with it through a different lens like if you want to look at sort of playoff success and even just wins um on a regular season level he's he's not going to beat you know a lot of the quarterbacks he's he's, he just won't because he hasn't been set up uh to do that but if you look at it as you know you sort of watch him play compared to other quarterbacks that you watch play or even look at some of the numbers uh, i think it's becomes clear that if you if you remove record from that which i understand is hard to do that he's in the same conversation as those elite guys uh, and in some cases even edges them out. So it, I think it's just, we, we maybe just look at it a little differently. I definitely do. Cause I, I yeah. weigh the, I weigh the playoff stuff. I think way more than you guys do. I, I really do. That's why I respect I Burrow so yeah, much. I personally don't care at all. Well, I, I think, think that's I care crazy. a bit. I, care I a bit. think this, yeah, personally, I think the sample size is so small and there's so much like, so many things that can happen that can just like three playoff games in your career isn't going to shape my opinion of you more than the 80 regular season games you've played, right? Or I just, well, I don't know. He's played zero. Well, Burrow just, yeah, I don't know that's, that's just fair. my opinion. I don't that's think that's fair because I think Burrow elevated himself every playoff game he's been in. And I, I just, I, yeah, I respect but to that. me. That could just be, I mean, that could just be small sample size. He played really well in those four select games. Well, I also, did, wouldn't did every say, time. I also wouldn't say that's true. I mean, he, he barely beat the, the Ravens and barely beat the Raiders. If it weren't for two miracle plays in back-to-back years, he would have had first round exits. So, I mean, to he also, say he also beat the chiefs in Arrowhead to go to the Super Bowl. He did, of course. Yes. But I'm just saying it's not, you know, a flawless record. It's a mixed bag. So did Russell. But I also, I also think it's unfair to say it's just, or it's maybe not unfair, maybe just silly to say that you shouldn't factor in playoff success. I mean, yeah, I think that's what makes quarterbacks like Tom Brady great. And now I, I think it's also valid to say that, uh, you know, the Chargers haven't been in that situation, so there hasn't been uh, really a lot of chances for Justin Herbert to do that. But oh, it, it's um, it's a factor for me, but I, I don't weigh it, you know, significantly right. higher than a good regular season game. You know, like I think it's the same thing. 
I yeah, I just disagree. I I I'll never see eye to eye with that. I I, will, I disagree with that. To be fair, also even by that metric, Justin Herbert did score thirty one points in a playoff game. I just want to mention that was he, he up twenty eight to nothing? But he lost. Was he up twenty eight to nothing in that game? Well, his defense I did mean, he, he lose? Give up thirty four. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, he was up twenty. I don't think he gave up any of those. If, unless game. he threw a pick six, I don't think he was responsible for any of those thirty four. If Justin Herbert is getting babied to the point where we're giving him credit for losing a twenty seven to nothing lead in a playoff game, I, I can't. And like I said, we, I'm going to get branded as a. That. I'm going to get branded as a hater, and I like him. I said top five, but I can't. I'm sick of the babying with this guy. That's my only. That's my. That's my main point. I just don't like that people hype him up this season in particular. When, well, you know, while I mean. we're on the topic, I think we should have a little Dak talk. Nah, it's okay. I'm kidding. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Good. I really didn't have the energy to go there. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. My my greater argument too, why I said minimize Derek Carr earlier, um, is that Steven Ruiz guy. And this is why I think that guy's a contrarian, and I don't want to go on this forever. If you put Derek Carr above Brock Purdy, I just I just I just disagree with your evaluation metrics at that point. Me too. Because that's just insane. What what are we doing? That's fair, but they're also literally side by side. Well, I just would never even put them in the same tier. Wait, like, why is why that? are they side by side? How are they side by side? Like, he has Derek Carr as the 16th. Oh, and, and Brock Purdy as the 17th. Yeah, which, I think, like, yeah, I don't know. It's... I'm not that big of a Derek Carr hater. I think he, you know, he can he can throw the ball. He's just kind of dumb sometimes. Well, what I won't agree with you there either. I just think it's I just think you're being a contrarian if you're if you're doing that. That's my only opinion. We've seen enough of Derek Carr to know what he is. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Also, I mean, I mean, to 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 judge Purdy that way, I mean, his he's he's having one of the best statistical seasons of any quarterback in the NFL. So, I don't know what you'd be basing that on. Maybe just the the arm talent, I guess. But I don't know how much weight that really has when they're delivering results. Yeah, that's fair. That's why you know different opinions matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I. I you know, I don't have to agree with it. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying about the opinions too. I obviously agree with that. I'm on board with that. I just, I take an issue because I find it to be attention grabby and clickbaity because the hot names like Tua and Brock Purdy get put down and then it's just contrarian to put her. That's just, well, I don't want to go in circles. Was, if it was clickbaity, you wouldn't hide the clickbait near the bottom of the list. Your clickbait would be like Brock Purdy is number three. That's okay. Clickbait. Okay. Well, why right. is that clickbait? That, that's not even. I don't know. I don't think that's, that's how it works. Particularly but... controversial opinion. If someone were to say that, really? Well, I, probably I, still would be. But I, I would strongly disagree with that. Yeah. Well, I whatever. We don't have to go on this forever. But let's just turn the page. I wanted to hit two more things quickly. Um, the Vikes uh, Bears game on Monday night. <laughs> it was tough. It was heat because. Listen, I'm I'm back in. I, I hate to admit it. I, I like a, like an addict. I'm back on Justin Fields, um, and he was awful. He was absolutely terrible in that game. I was very excited to see him step up at the end of the game and make some throws. But my greater worry is that the Vikings, to me, would be at. Uh, it looks like the clock may have struck midnight on this Dobbs experiment, and I would be uh, that they could be moving down in the near future. It's one game, so I I think we need to larger maybe slightly larger sample size um and they might i mean they might start jaron hall too so it's we don't really know what this team's going to look like in the in the uh 
immediate future. Well, oh. Lord forbid that the person who already loves the Vikings sees them start the BYU quarterback. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get back into this, but like, I don't know how you watch that Justin Fields game and then you excuse the whole game because of the oh, I'm not. yard pass. I am at not. The end of the game. I just okay. said he was terrible the whole game. He was awful. Okay, because I was texting you about it here, and I brought, I sent you the stat of like his average air yards was zero point eight yards, and you're like, yeah, but he had a game winning drive. That was a little tongue in cheek, though, because you know it's my guy again. I'm back in. I'm I'm literally just addicted. Yeah, I I think that game made me more out because I don't think. Oh, for sure, a hundred percent. They got to draft a quarterback if they get number one. A hundred percent. I don't disagree with that, but he didn't look. I mean, he. He threw screens uh, he, all game. Yeah, the well, game plan wasn't great. Called, that's what's being called. I mean, he played a good game. The the issue to me is they just every drive stalled. But he was, I mean, they were between, you know, the 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 fifteen or sorry the yeah like the twenty five and the fifteen. They were just it was like a, a hot knife through butter. I felt like I don't know if, if oh man, like if other quarterbacks did what he did, I don't think we would be treating it the same. Oh, a hundred percent not. I but think I'm that would be biased as it classified gets. as a. Like I don't know, you would not be saying he yeah. played a good game if Derek Well, Carr I'm did saying that. by his, by his standards, he played oh, okay. he played a better. Well, of course, I mean he didn't throw a <laughs> touchdown pass. Yeah, like yeah. if Justin Herbert did that, I mean I'd be I'd be concerned. Oh, you'd move game. him up to number one. <laughs> it would be his worst career game. Yeah, see, I'm I going into the game. I hadn't seen him in a little while, you know, and I was like, ah, well, you know, if the Bears get number one and he does a good job the rest of the season, I wouldn't take a quarterback. And then the game starts. And then the third quarter hits. And I'm like, yeah, if they get number one, they got to be thinking about Drake May for sure. I don't want them to take Caleb Williams at all. But if they could do a one and four and get some nice pieces, their defense looks good. They're on They're on, on serious watch, I'd say. I don't. We don't need to talk can, about that forever, but. Do we think DJ Moore is the number one? No. Can we say... I will say yes. I've been saying no. I've been saying yes for three years now, and um, I think there's well, many number twos in many like, number twos that are better than him. Many in like uh, oh, maybe in like a technical three. sense, he's probably a number one, but it's like number thirty out of he's thirty-two. Like, if if he's your number one, then you have an issue. In yeah, my opinion. Yeah, that's there's a better a way to say it. Well, I mean. I think that's a little harsh. He's probably in the thir- he's probably in the twenty. Like you're 20 not winning range. anything if he's your number one. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not going far. You're winning a few things. You're winning like Monday you're, night against the winning... Vikings. Yeah, <laughs> against Josh Dobbs. <laughs> but just wait. He needs a competent quarterback. Just wait. He's oh, been waiting yeah. for years. How long now. have we been? Come... Dude, I mean, he's been catching his best quarterback <laughs> is Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, that's just a fact. All right, and you love Allen Robinson too. I'm very sure of that. Well, do you think he's better than like Terry McLaurin? They're the same. They're the same. Well, I love the twenties receiver debates, and and last, I, I honestly don't mind that. I think my biggest <laughs> DJ Moore. Sorry, Phil. My biggest DJ no, let's Moore talk issue more about this. Yeah, is well, well, I think the biggest issue was that he got signed, and then the world was like, they got like they got DJ Moore, like he's just not that guy. That, that's I mean, opinion. he's well, worth a first round pick. He would have helped uh, Bryce Young much more than anybody on the Panthers did. Yes, that's. I true. mean, yeah, they probably that that I imagine the deal wouldn't have got done without TJ Moore for sure. Like, I think he's he's considered to be that guy, but we'll see. It's hard to, again, hard to hard to judge. He's catching passes from, yeah, yeah, you know. 
Well, yeah, well, let's not finish that sentence. He just he's catching fields, <laughs> catching passes from. Yeah, he's just catching <laughs> passes from. Yeah, let's just let's yeah. let's cut it there. That's the way to say it in a nice way. And I uh, I do lastly, I want to ask about Otani to the Blue Jays. Just oh yes, in case Owen wants to talk about this for a minute, because I personally I'm a Blue Jays guy. I think there's still about a one percent chance. I think what probably happened is they called. And the agent called them back and was like, don't, don't stop calling yet. Like keep calling. And uh, that's what I think probably happened. I think the Dodgers are pretty much a lock still, but if you want to, you know, live a dream for a second, we don't, we might not have much time left to dream. So I want you to get this on the record. Well, not only are we in on Otani, which is there's like four teams. I think it's the Angels, Jays, Dodgers, and Cubs that are basically on the short list. So that in and of itself is an accomplishment. Um, but I'm hearing some Soto bus. I think the Blue Jays think they can put together a package for Soto, which I don't know exactly where that package is coming from. I, um, I don't know what type of talent we have in our system that it's going to do that. Maybe like a, like a, uh, I don't really know, like a barger, maybe and some other guys. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think the, uh, the what a package. Like what they'll get back, but I, but on Otani, um, yeah, I mean, it's exciting to be in the, uh, I'll say it's exciting to be in the the, the running because yeah. usually I feel like as a Jays fan, we're not really in on these guys. Like we get the Kier Myers. We'll get the like the B tier couple years. Yeah. We'll get like the, we'll get like the Springer on a value contract, which is like, that's pretty good, but we're not always in on these guys. And also uh, I want to say the Rogers group is like the richest owner group, uh, ownership group in baseball. So they have the money to get it done. So that gives me more hope. Uh, and so it's just a question of, I mean, Kikuchi's there. They went to the same high school. I feel like there's probably a lot of Japanese people in Toronto. There's that translator. Like they've got some guys that can help them, uh, you know, feel comfortable. So I think it makes some sense is what I'm trying to say. If you go up and down the list, it checks a lot of boxes. Now, is it, are we in LA? No, that would be the, that'd be sort of the hard sell. We're not based in LA. Um, so I, I will grant you that, but I'm, I am very excited to be living in a time period where we're in the short list to get Otani. That makes I'm- me very happy. I'm not a baseball guy, but uh, Toronto doesn't seem that bad. Like, I, I know it's not LA, but like, at least it's not like, you know, Calgary. I'm, like, it, it, it's Canada, but it's like, I don't understand the big issue with Toronto, dude. Well, I think this guy is like a McDavid type freak where it just doesn't matter to him where he lives. He's like, I just want to be in a situation for me that I can win in. Like, I think that's kind of how his brain works. So, no. Don't you no, think? I thought he wanted to go to L.A. when he got posted. I thought he really wanted to go to L.A. Or maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering that. You know, that sounds about right. But I, I don't know. This guy's like a weird competitor type guy the way I see it. So um, not weird. That's not the right way to say it. He's just an uber competitive person. And I read that why he liked Toronto was he hit well in their park and X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I think he's like wired like that i think he wants to win so the other thing to consider you say they're the richest ownership group in baseball the most expensive contract they've ever signed is 150 million this is no joke going to be 400 450 500 whatever it ends up being and so let's say you convince them to do that they're not going to give 150 to guerrero and bichette that's just a billion dollars in contracts in like a three-year period they're not going to do that so then you've got to finagle a way that those two can go and you can get in pieces for that and then it's just you know it it would could it would be a lot of layers is what i'm saying it would and it's what i think is is what what i think they're sort of starting to recognize is they're not going to be able to keep both of them 
anyways, or they, at least they don't want to. So if that's the case, your best chance to win with the staff you have and with the these generational, generational yeah, bats fakes. that you have is uh, is to win this season and, and, and I guess next season. So um, to me, it makes sense that you go all out to get a guy like Otani because you're just expecting at least one of those guys to walk. So you just try and win now and, and, and pay as much as you have to pay to win, which I'm down for, to be honest. Then I'd take a bit, a little bit of a break from the franchise for a few years, come back when the young guys are ready to go. <laughs> well, I would be down for them to just do a nice, you know, nice trading of pieces here. Let's, uh, cause you know, I don't like this core shuffle very much. Let's just shuffle it around and, and trade some things around. Um, yep. but yeah, it's going to, I want some more transactions, man. It's baseball free agency moves very slow. And yeah, well that, that's also a good sign too, because they haven't made any moves, which tells me that they're busy working on something big. Yeah. Because also there, there are going to be transactions that have to get made. Cause as of right now, we just don't have a center fielder. We don't have a third baseman. Uh, we, I mean, I guess we just have the cobbled together DHs that we'd had last year, but there's certainly has to be moves moves pending here. Yes, I would agree with that. They got it, yeah. but but you'd think the big big line is holding them up. So, yeah. yeah, I didn't get your Popovich take. Maybe if you could do it in like two minutes. I didn't like it. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I hate. I'm just always out on people lecturing fans. I hate it. Like I can't stand it. Like I, I don't really care what it is. Like maybe. The, Maybe I do care. Maybe there are certain situations where I'd be like, maybe talk to the fans. But like, otherwise, I can't stand players getting mad at fans for booing or coaches getting mad at fans for booing or like, you know, players going after the fan base on Twitter. Like that stuff just always rubs me the wrong way. Um, And it's also professional sports. Like these guys get paid millions of dollars. Um, these fans pay, you know, hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of dollars of their hard-earned money to go enjoy the game. I think part of the experience is, and again, maybe I'm in the minority on this, is you get to, you you pay for the right to sort of heckle or boo to within reason, right? And so I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, I don't like it, but I, I think, I think uh, also within reason, right? Like, as long long as you're, you know, not following racial. the code of conduct and you're not saying anything offensive, like booing is fine, but if you're not yeah. like. Yeah. As long as you're not, you know, starting fights and stuff with players. Like if it's like some racist chant or something like that, like get him banned for life or something. But otherwise, yeah. just let him be. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. I I didn't think it was a big deal. It didn't really bother me at all. But I think if I had to have an opinion, I didn't like it because I think there's a bunch of layers to it. Honestly, I think it's kind of complex because they, if they started booing louder after it happened, like they clearly didn't like it. Um, I think he doesn't understand how much Spurs fans actually felt like they were disrespected when he left. I think he might have forgiven him. He's got five championships. He's accomplished. I mean, nobody could dream of accomplishing what he's accomplished. So I think that in his mind, he's easy to forgive that stuff. And I think the last four years when we were terrible and we had no hope, I think he was probably okay with the booing, but now that we have the number one person that everybody would want if they were to pick a basketball player to start the next 20 years with, we should probably be happy with that and not dwell on the past. But I think the other thing is we're having a disappointing season. A lot of people in that crowd have, he's alienated himself against by what he said politically. That's just a fact of the situation. He's not the most popular person. And, you know, it takes a uh, loss of, 
you know, humility to go up there and think that you can tell people what to do. And it doesn't bother me. Uh, he can do what he wants to do. He's a legend. And, and I honestly didn't think it was that big of a deal, but you know, I think he just didn't, he, he didn't realize how poorly that could come across for a lot of reasons. Also, I think what makes this specifically even sort of a little bit more interesting is I think when it, when you talk about the NBA and like player empowerment, these players, I mean, they treat the fan bases as if they're just sort of an irrelevant sideshow to their career, right? They, they leave teams at the drop of a hat. Um, uh, you know, people request trades all the time and, and, you know, leave franchises all the time. I think the fans, uh, if you're going to do that, I think there should be consequences associated with the fan base that you leave. Right. Um, and so I, I, I mean, I sympathize with Spurs fans that want to get upset with Kawhi Leonard. Like you invest all this time uh, and resources into into his career, and then he just decides because of some disagreement uh, that he's going to leave the franchise. I think there's consequences that come with that. So uh, I tend to, I tend to, just I, I, I tend to not side with the players in the NBA because. Uh, I think player empowerment has has sort of. I think it's always about the players. They they have a little bit too much leeway. Yeah, of course. And Kerr going up there and saying, Kerr is just such a moron sometimes. But him going up there and <laughs> saying, you don't boo people who provided your team championships. It's like you just you know you don't understand. What, he never gave an explanation for why he wanted to leave. He stopped showing up. He stepped on everybody on that team. He disrespected yeah. Ginobili, Parker, Popovich. He disrespected everybody. And he, we never got an explanation or a thank you or anything. And, you know, it just, there's a lot of reasons that people are still very upset with him. I'll never forgive him. He's my least favorite athlete ever. I have no problem with anybody booing him until he retires. And, you know, credit to him. He goes up and he understands it. He says after the game, I'm going to get booed every time I come here till I retire. No matter what jersey I'm wearing, it just is what it is. I've accepted that. And, the, the other miscalculation Pavovich had was he he said two different things. When he took the mic, he said, this isn't who we are. And then after the game, he said, you don't poke the bear, which are just two completely separate things. Like, you know, it's one thing if, uh, obviously, he just got his messages mixed up or whatever, but it just, you know, there's a lot of reasons that that, that, that played out the way it did. But I really, I, I, I don't mean to talk about it to this extent because I don't think it's, that big a deal. I think I liked what Wemby said, honestly, just something that happened and I didn't think about it since. So I think that's what more people should have done, but I at least wanted to get an opinion on it because it was a hot topic. But yeah. Ten. 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 Raw. Adam, how's your league going? Did you win any games? I'm not playing right now. Oh. <laughs> I was watching a Jalen Hurts video. Oh, I'm so sorry. I know. I sent. Sorry to you. take Don't you for that, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Perfect. Oh, I just hate <sighs> this guy. <laughs> Don't we all? Well, yeah, it's going to be a good one on Sunday, though. Little Eagles Niners. That is going to be spectacular stuff. I really hope the Niners stick it to them. That's going to be, hopefully, quite the sight. So, I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, it's going to be a good weekend, man. Washington, big game, nine point underdogs against Oregon. Going to have to win that one if they want to make the playoffs. We're going to need that one. But. Oh, we. Well, I'm just talking, you know, I'm trying to peel the Adam we, there. I agree. We. Yeah. Go, dogs. Purple rain. Let's go. Let's lock in Friday night. So, yeah. Lots of good stuff. Have a good weekend, everybody.